ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Life. I am your host, Marty Layton. We've got a little technical difficulty here we're going to deal with. I'm planned for our prophetic workshop. And tonight I'm going to introduce you to a teaching. Uh, your prophetic fulfillment is sooner than you think. <clears throat> this teaching, I believe, will will take us two sessions uh, to unfold this revelation, but it'll be worth the time spent. You know, I've spent a good part of the night and most of the day today uh, in a posture of listening to the Spirit of the Lord and praying, yes, interceding, yes, decreeing His words, yes, uh, remembering His promises and recounting them before Him, yes, but mostly standing in His presence. <clears throat> listening for his voice, and listen, he never disappoints. I love the presence of our Father. I love the presence of the great King of all creation, majesty on high. You know, standing before him, as great men of old did, standing in his presence by his mercy, we need to recognize these things, amen? I'm always amazed at his affection and his love for us, his children, and uh, as his son, <clears throat> the king of the universe, I'm his son, you're his daughter or son. You know, when you stand in his presence, uh, you cannot help but bow and humble yourself. And his presence is a sustaining presence, a saturation of his presence, a saturation of his peace. You know, he promised, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. If you think about that when you're in prayer, he's right there in such a, a strong presence. Amen. You know, David wrote in Psalm 89 <clears throat> that his throne is established on righteousness and on justice. Now his mercy overrides his judgment. By his amazing grace, he absolves us and declares that we are free from the guilt and the shame and the responsibility uh, of the payment of sin. <clears throat> His shed blood has cleansed us and washed us, made us righteous in Him. Without Him, we are without life, without purpose, without heart. Without Him, we can do nothing. But He who keeps His, <clears throat> His mind stayed on Him will walk in perfect peace. And, you know, he keeps his ecclesia in the way. I love the presence of the Lord. Lord, let us never take our eyes off of you. Let us never forget your mercy and the precious blood of sprinkling and protection, that blood that speaks of better things than the blood of Abel. Even though the world around us is at its height of discord and division, let the church remain untouched by it. As we strive to walk in unity with you, O Lord, in all our ways, let the light of Christ dissolve and destroy all darkness that would try to creep into our lives and the lives of our loved ones. Father, we thank you for your surrounding presence. You are so good, and you are so amazing, 
and your grace still amazes me. Amen. Amen. It's so good to be in the presence of the Lord with you. <clears throat> I know many of you have been experiencing experiencing an invasion of heaven, and that is exactly what's happening in our world right now. God is moving in this nation and in many other nations, um, especially and including Israel. Uh, the mystery of God is being revealed to the nations. And that is not the time to back off or back down. Don't hide your light under a bushel. Let your light shine brightly for him. Amen. Kim Clement once one time prophesied over me <clears throat> that God wanted me to shine, shine, shine for the whole world to see. <clears throat> you know, it's always been a a, a thing to me. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. You know, many are crying out for God, and they're seeking Him and seeking answers and seeking truth, and they don't know how to go about it. They're seeking the light of revelation that's inside of you and inside of me. <clears throat> and I want to encourage you like Elisha uh, did with his servant when the enemy armies were coming after them and surrounding them beneath them. Uh, Elisha made a profound declaration. He said to his servant, do not fear, because those that are for us are far greater than those who are against us. And I'm sure the servant, servant looked at the prophet with complete and utter disbelief. Listen, prophet, I've heard a lot of great words come out of your mouth, but I can count. And <clears throat> there are only two of us, and there are hundreds of them down there. And the prophet puts his hands on, on his servant and prays for God to open his eyes to see. And when he opens his eyes, he sees armies of angels surrounding them, chariots of fire, warriors who are ready for battle, all at attention, just waiting for the command to engage in the battle. Listen to this prophet. You are about to see those that are for us are far greater than those who are against us. You're about to see it. Take your stand in the Spirit. Let your light so shine that it drives out the darkness and decree the word of the Lord as you stand at the door of your promise. Amen. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. Be bold as a lion. A, a lion doesn't ask permission. A lion just roars. A lion just goes wherever he wants to go, <clears throat> does whatever he wants to do, roars when he feels like roaring. A lion is bold. There's almost no limit on a lion. And listen, God said, I want my, my sons and my daughters to recognize they're lions. <clears throat> Be bold as a lion. You know, your father is God and his reinforcements his angel armies are standing ready to fight your battle. Those that are for us are far greater than those that are against us. Don't ever forget that. Don't compromise. Don't fear. Let the weak say, I am strong. I am a warrior. Amen? <clears throat> Let me also say this. <clears throat> so much is happening that you're just not hearing about. God showed me a vision last night. Uh, of mountains being moved right now. You know, I, it was a vision of almost like mountains on a conveyor belt, and some of them mountains were melting, and some of them were just moving. 
demons are standing behind flesh and blood opposition that's coming against the church. Remember, remember the scripture says in 1 Corinthians 10, 4, that we wrestle not with flesh and blood. But these demons that are standing behind people, pulling their, their strings, they're trembling with fear at your stand of faith. Amen. Demonic powers really are fleeing right now because they see that those that are for you are far greater than those that are against you. Boldly declare what God has. <clears throat> Boldly declare what he has said over your life. Boldly declare what he's prophesied. Watch the hand of the Lord. Open wide your door of promise. Stand and decree. Amen? Stand and declare, bold as a lion. <clears throat> Listen, rebellious politicians are melting inside with fear right now because they cannot stop what the hand of God is doing. These are things that God has prophesied over the last three, four years, that their hearts are going to melt within them, and they cannot stop what God is doing. America the beautiful will not be destroyed from within. In fact, America, this is holy ground. And those who have come in with the intention of doing harm, uh, <coughs> God's visiting them. <clears throat> They're having dreams <clears throat> of the man in white who's full of love. And they came in with one agenda, but they will leave, and they will leave completely different from when they came in. Whatever the enemy means and causes uh, to happen for our harm, God turns it around and turns it for our good and the good of the kingdom. I believe many of these <clears throat> are given the opportunity now to step on holy ground in America, covenant ground, and begin to hear God and begin to see God in ways that they have not known. God is up to something powerful in America right now. America shall fulfill her destiny. And listen, the watchmen on the wall are praying with great accuracy. <clears throat> if you're an intercessor, my, I tip my hat to you. I salute you. <clears throat> God is proud of you. You're doing well. Keep praying. Amen. Uh, prophetic warriors that are out there. God is so proud of you. Your father is so proud that you're hearing his voice and you are praying with accuracy. Amen. And you are decreeing the word of the Lord boldly. It's changing things in the spirit. And it may take you a few years to see those changes manifest on earth as it is in heaven, but you're going to start seeing it. Amen. Prophets. Uh, are prophesying the word of the Lord. Hosea chapter 12 and verse 13, it says, By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, Israel was preserved. So prophets have an anointing <clears throat> to lead. They have an anointing uh, to bring protection. And they have an anointing to bring preservation. Why do you think this is such a unique moment in time and prophets are prophesying all over the place? By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, Israel was preserved. 
Who was that prophet? Moses. <coughs> the Bible says Moses, there's never been another prophet like him who's, who spoke with God face to face. Moses prophesied to Pharaoh, let my people go that they may worship me. You know, before the Joshua generation possesses fully, <clears throat> before the Joshua generation can possess fully what God has said, the Moses generation will see the freedom of this nation again. Amen? And that preserving protection from the prophet's mantle is upon America. It is upon America, the beautiful, and America shall be saved. And we will see the great harvest of generations. Amen? Psalm 29 speaks about the power of the voice of God. Uh, verse 4 in Psalm 29, it says, His voice is powerful. <clears throat> the word in, in Hebrew is the word koach, K-O-A-C-H, I think is how it's spelled, koach. And it, it, it says the voice of the Lord is powerful or it is a mighty force. It's like a driving force, a mighty force a powerful atmospheric force moving across the land <clears throat> uh, that causes every knee to bow, that causes darkness to flee. So powerful. When God speaks prophetically, the Bible says in Psalm 29, the forest is stripped bare just at his, the sound of his voice. The God of glory thunders, it says, <clears throat> the mighty cedars of Lebanon, which are kind of like the California redwood trees, the cedars of Le Lebanon around Jerusalem. They, it, it says when God speaks, these mighty trees are twisted and broken and sent skipping across the mountainside. His voice is a powerful force that clears out every opposition in the pathway of his voice. And then it says in Psalm 29, it causes the hinds to calve, the hinds to calve, which the interpreters didn't know how to interpret what this said. It literally says, <clears throat> the voice of the Lord causes the mighty men and women of war, the warriors, to give birth. Think about that. They had no idea how to how to interpret mighty men giving birth, mighty warriors giving birth. <clears throat> so what it's literally saying is when God releases the power of his voice, it causes whatever seeds of destiny are in the, on the inside of you to come forth. You'll begin to birth what he put in you. Have you ever received a prophetic word and it just caused something to come alive in you? The prophetic is so powerful and so necessary in this hour, America is receiving a divine upgrade by the Spirit of the Lord because of embracing of the prophets. <clears throat> Protection and preservation comes by the prophets. <clears throat> we are in the decade of the prophets and the prophetic generation prophesying the force of God's change in the earth today, that powerful move of God. What you're about to, to possess is what God has said is coming to you in this season. 
the voice of the Lord, uh, uh, Isaiah 30, 31, shatters the enemy. The voice of the Lord is a powerful force that begins to move everything in its path. You have prophecies that you've been standing and believing for. Begin to re-prophesy them. Put them back in your mouth. Say what God says. And you're going to see like a mighty atmospheric force begin to push everything out of your way. For some of you, it is it is a force of decades of God speaking this, pushing and forcing the enemy out of your way. America the beautiful belongs to God, and we are in covenant with God, and God is protecting this nation. <clears throat> Many prophetic words have gone over this nation, the land of the free, the home of the brave. Do you think God is just going to turn around and forget what he said? No, he's a covenant God. He's protecting and preserving this nation. And in just one day, listen to what I'm telling you, in just one day, God can reverse everything. Some may say, well, that seems impossible. I can go through the Bible, chapter and verse, almost every single chapter, In just one day, God turned things around. Impossible? I disagree. Nothing is impossible with God. Can a nation be born in a day, the Bible asks? Yes. The, The obvious answer in that passage is yes. Yes, God can birth an entire nation in just one day. In just one day, everything's going to turn around for you. Hear what I'm telling you. This is the word of the Lord. In just one day, everything can turn around for you. God, in the beginning, everything was without form and void and tumultuous and chaotic. And just one word from God, as the Holy Spirit hovered over the face of the deep, God said, light. And suddenly everything began to move and shift and change and came in back into alignment, back into order. <clears throat> Excuse me. By one word, that's the force of his voice. <clears throat> and in just and then it says the evening and the morning was the first day. In just one day, everything can shift and turn. I'm telling you, God is shifting everything. In your life right now, from chaos to divine order. And God will execute vengeance upon his enemies at the same time. Isaiah 30, 31 says, The voice of the Lord shatters the enemy. Listen, have you ever read the Bible? God is so powerful. He's so mighty. One word from God can change everything in your life. Amen? Yahweh Shammah, Emmanuel, God, he's still with us. And this is going to be, listen to me, a great Christmas time. You haven't seen anything yet. Amen? I believe God is moving among his people right now. 
And the ecclesia, I believe, is standing strong. And tonight I'm going to talk about prophetic fulfillment. God is going to fulfill prophecy for you. <coughs> I titled it, Your Prophetic Fulfillment is Sooner Than You Think. I believe something is shifting and changing right now. We are seeing the close of 2023 in the beginning of 2024. And you're going to see a whole lot of things change and shift. Like I said, it can happen in just one day. And you're going to see before this year is out, God is breaking you through. Amen. Your prophetic fulfillment is sooner than you think. Before we begin the prophetic workshop, we're going to come before the Lord and bring our gifts, our tithes, and our offerings to Him. And, uh, you know, it's appropriate to come before the Lord when our hearts are open and vulnerable to Him. You feel His presence right now. The Bible says the entrance of His Word brings light. And as we come before Him, we do so with a heart of thanksgiving. We are able to give thanks in all things because we know He is in control, and He is working behind the scenes to bless us. That's His heart. David said, I can't even number the amount of thoughts that you have that you think towards me, and they're all good. You know, they say that man thinks, the last time I looked, I may be off a little bit, but forty to 50,000 thoughts in a minute. Think about that. And we are created in his image and his likeness. And he is constantly thinking about us. And you cannot number his thoughts towards us. And they're all good. God is in control. He's working things out right now to bless you. Believe it. Amen. Some people say, how can you be so positive? How can you be so uh, uh, upbeat all the time? Listen, I spend time in his word and in his presence. I spend time in prayer. I listen. (coughs) I charge you and I challenge you to take 10 minutes a day. Shut every electronic thing off around you. Just meditate on his word. God told Joshua, you need to keep it before your eyes. Keep it in your mouth in your ears, in your imagination, in your heart. Be thinking about the Word of God all the time, and then, then everything will shift and change. Then you'll prosper. Then you'll have good success. <clears throat> you know, I've seen people have bad success, but that's a whole nother message. Uh, but listen, God is in control. That's how I can be uh, so positive. I'm declaring to you, what I heard from the Lord and from the presence of the Lord, what I heard him say. And I'm also declaring to you that I heard him say that that spirit of Jezebel is coming down right now. That spirit of Jezebel is coming down right now, just as it was in Scripture. God has his people in high places right now. And Jezebel is a demonic spirit that has lost and is being shut down right now. And in Scripture, Jezebel... She tried to take inheritance from God's people. She also tried to raise up her own prophets. Her own prophets that would prophesy what she wanted to hear. Remember, her her name is Jezebel or Jezebel. 
we talk about Baal worship. Her name was Jezebel or Jezebeala. When we talk about Baal, it's the same spirit as Allah, Baala. And so Jezebel, she wanted to raise up her own prophets to prophesy what she wanted to hear. And that same spirit has been trying to steal your future and trying to steal your inheritance and prophesy destruction, prophesy negative things throughout the media, throughout all the, uh, uh, the things that are, that are around us. They're everywhere. <clears throat> but God spoke to me that he has people in high places right now that are overthrowing Jezebel. And this demonic power will fall like lightning in defeat. Amen. That's what happened to Jezebel. <clears throat> How does that connect to your offering? Because the enemy's plan to take away your blessing and inheritance from God is being addressed right now by the Spirit of God. And the powers of hell want to try to seize America and Israel and bring the exact opposite of what God is doing. They try and steal the language of the move of God. They start using words like change, reformation, awakening, a great reset. <clears throat> and then they try to turn God's people away from receiving these prophecies and prophetic decrees. But I'm here tonight as one of God's true prophets to declare to you the devil is a liar and he is already defeated. God is going to bless you financially. He's going to bless you in many ways. He's turning around that impossibility for you, for your business, for your family, for your household. God is arising and mountains are melting like wax before the Lord of hosts tonight. Amen. God spoke to me to give you the opportunity to give something to God. That's why we do this every uh, speak life. <coughs> Many people don't understand the prophetic. They don't understand the potency and the potential for explosive breakthrough and blessing, which is why Jesus said many times, according to your faith, so be it. It's good to gain that understanding from his word and from his presence. Let it build your faith. That's why Apostle Paul wrote in Hebrews eleven six: without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that God is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Listen, he is a rewarder. He is the great I am. If you believe in him and trust in him with your actions, you, 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 you move in faith. Faith is actions. Faith is not dead faith. Faith is action. Faith without works is dead faith. But if you're fully persuaded that God is then you'll see that he is, and he is a rewarder, and nothing will steal your inheritance or your blessing from you. <clears throat> so tonight we come to his altar with a heart full of faith and thanksgiving, and sometimes words are not enough to communicate how much we love the Lord. Let me encourage you, his grace is sufficient for you. Whatever you're facing, his grace is sufficient for you. It could all turn in just a day. He's turning everything around for you right now. 
just for you. In fact, he's so in love with you. This December will be a December of doors. This is the word God gave me for December. December will be a December of doors. New doors are opening, doors to higher levels. That's what the Lord spoke to me, a December of doors. Jezebel is falling. The hounds of hell are being cast out. <clears throat> the removal <clears throat> of false and usurped authority is being addressed by the Spirit himself. And that's what Ahab and Jezebel were, false and usurped authority, ruling. And God's prophet asked, how long are you going to be pulled between two opinions? How long are you just going to accept what these false prophets are saying and still try to believe what God has to say? How long are you going to be pulled around by two opinions? <clears throat> and Elijah sacrificed a major offering before the Lord. And you know, they were in a drought, they were in a famine. He offered the finest bullock and poured hundreds of gallons of water upon it. And the God who answered by fire would be God. And God, Jehovah, Yahweh, answered by fire, and he consumed the offering. I'm declaring to you tonight, God is about to consume your offering and show his power. He's going to show it to Israel. He's going to show it to this nation, America, and to the nations of the earth. And directly after this show of power, God released what? The abundance of rain. And then Jezebel was cast down and killed. Are you ready to bring your offering before the Lord? Amen. Let's pray. <clears throat> Father, thank you that you answer by fire. <coughs> and you turn everything around in just one day. And your voice is shaking loose your enemies. And you will move supernaturally and bless your people now. You control the economies of nations, not men. Cast down that Jezebel and Ahab spirit tonight. Open the heavens and pour out your abundance and rain it down upon your people now. Father, we thank you for receiving our best as we give it to you today. Let these offerings be a fragrance of great love for you tonight. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, there are multiple ways to give. The first is text giving. You can text any amount to the number 84321. And you, if you look, there's a QR code there. You can use that as well. Text any amount to the number 84321 or use the QR code. If you're watching on social media, there's a link you can click on. Uh, at the top of the comment section there, you can click on that and give that way. You can also go to our website at lifepointchurch.cc. That's lifepointchurch. Lifepoint has an E on the end of it. lifepointchurch.cc. And click on the giving link there. Or you can mail your offering to LifePoint, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. <clears throat> That's Life Point, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Amen. 
Amen. Well, I just want to encourage you as we head into this prophetic workshop. Your prophetic fulfillment is sooner than you think. Apostle Peter said that we can hasten the coming of the day of the Lord by fulfilling prophecy. In other words, we can work and co-labor with the Lord and help bring these prophetic words to pass. Now, the greatest example is probably uh, the children of Israel as they were wandering in the desert. They had a prophecy that they were going into the promised land. They were leaving Egypt, an 11-day journey, and then entering into the promised land. They sent 12 spies in to see if what God had to say was true. Ten came back with a negative report. Two came back with a positive report, and they decided to negate the prophecy and say, we are grasshoppers in our own eyes, therefore we are grasshoppers in their eyes. The land is going to destroy us, Uh, the animals are going to destroy us, and the people are giants, and they will destroy us. And so, (coughs) just as sure as you can block the fulfillment of prophecy, you can accelerate the fulfillment of prophecy by your obedience and your faith. Your fulfillment is sooner than you think. I believe God is opening up new pathways for you to see the fulfillment of your dreams. In some ways, the church has become accustomed to the voice of the Lord. And for some things, uh, some people have just gotten way too familiar. And that's what the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.20. It says, despise not prophesyings. Despise not prophesying. First Thessalonians 5.20. <clears throat> the word despise doesn't mean to shun it. It means to downplay it. It means to think of it with too much familiarity and contempt. And my question is this. Could you handle it if God actually gave you the fulfillment of your prophecies? Could you handle that coming to pass? Have you ever imagined yourself fulfilling those words? Have you ever stopped and said, what if these words all come to pass? Listen, I believe God wants you to take the limits off of him and allow him to bring your biggest prophetic dreams to come to pass. Well, it seems like too much. No. What you see might be limited to what God actually has, by the way. You know, he says in Scripture, he's Ephesians uh, 3.20, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. That's a lot of, uh, of uh, description. Exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think or imagine. <clears throat> uh, the... the um, the Greek words there are hooper ek perisos. Hooper, H-U-P-E-R-E-K, and perisos, P-E-R-I-S-O-S. Hooper ek perisos, exceedingly abundantly above. In other words, it is. it began with the Olympiad, and whatever the record was, 
the champions would come and destroy the record. They would do Hooper ek Perisos, exceedingly abundantly above all that they could ask, all that they could think, all that they could imagine somebody could do, and they would break and shatter those records. <clears throat> well, God is saying, was saying, I can shatter whatever record is in your mind, whatever you think is the wealthiest you can think of, he can shatter that. Whatever you think is the is the most successful in ministry or successful in business, he can shatter that. He can hooper ek parasos that. In fact, 1 Corinthians 2, in verse 9, it says, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor has ear heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. And that, that word love him is an active uh, participle. It means those who love him and keep on loving him. <clears throat> your eye has not seen, your ear has not heard, nor has it entered in the heart of men, the things which God has prepared for those who keep walking in love with him. God can actually bring your word to pass. Amen. And that is exactly his plan. Can God bring your word to pass? That's what I'm asking you. <coughs> Are you believing him <clears throat> for exactly that? Are you moving in faith towards that? So how do you fulfill prophecy? Apostle Paul wrote that, <clears throat> that we are the body and we are placed in the body as it pleases God, not as it pleases us. You know, oftentimes we'll, we'll push the blame on, well, the church I go to doesn't necessarily do this, or the, the place where I fellowship, or <clears throat> no, God places you right where you're supposed to be. And he expects you to be the one to bring about great change. He expects you to be the one to demonstrate. I was talking with a friend of mine um, two, two, three days ago, and uh, <clears throat> there was a time <clears throat> years ago, <clears throat> 30 some odd years ago, uh, that, uh, that uh, everybody was struggling Everybody in our in our group in our our you know the ministry school that we were at and everybody was struggling just barely getting by and they were prospering he and his wife and uh, and I said uh, how are you doing that and he said I just keep giving I just keep giving well that was already big in my heart but I had only done it some and so I made a determination. <clears throat> I made a decision. See, that's where a lot of people miss it. They don't make a decision. <clears throat> if you've got to ask, am I going to tithe this week? Then you haven't made a decision. If you've got to ask, am I going to give an offering this week? Then you haven't made a decision or determination in your heart to trust God. He, he had made a determination to be the most generous man that he could possibly be. He and his wife, they determined they were going to be the most generous people. <clears throat> and as they did that, they prospered and it became so obvious. <clears throat> so some people say, well, I can't prosper because of where I am. It's not true. You're just not using the principles of God that he's put in his word. And so why am I using this example? 
Because God said he places us in the body where it pleases him, not as it pleases us. And so you are supposed to make a difference right where you are. Now, God may move people around. He does that. Uh, But that's not limiting you from fulfilling your prophecy. You can make the difference by your obedience. Ephesians 4 talks about tapping into the grace gift that God places you under. These grace gifts are the fivefold ministry offices, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. <coughs> and you'll see these anointings continue to manifest in your life as you walk rightly aligned, right? So somebody that is under a prophet, they're going to seem more prophetic to everybody else. Somebody that's under a pastor is going to be more shepherding. Somebody that's under an evangelist is going to be more uh, uh, evangelistic in their communication in the way they handle their life. And so that grace gift is what starts manifesting in their lives. And so <clears throat> the key is to be uh, rightly aligned. Alignment is a key. The Bible says we are fitly joined together where every joint supplies. And when we are out of right apostolic alignment, we are out of order and we can see a decrease of supply and an increase of issues start arising. When, let me say it again. When you're out of, uh, uh, out of alignment, <clears throat> you, the, we are fitly joined together where every joint supplies, the Bible says in Ephesians 4. And so when we are out of right apostolic alignment, we can become out of order, thinking we're doing everything right, but we just made a decision to pull out of alignment. And when we're out of alignment, uh, you'll see things that are out of order in your life. You'll see a decrease of supply and then you'll begin to see an increase of issues arising. It says when we are fitly joined together, every joint supplies. And so when you're not fitly joined together, joined together, that supply is cut off. <clears throat> you may get some, but you're not going to get all of it. And I've seen people do this year after year after year after year. We've been in ministry. I'm, I am 59 years old now, and I've been in, in the ministry since I was 17. And so however long that is, and it, it, I've seen people get out of, and I didn't recognize this early on, I recognize this later uh, in life, but when you're out of apostolic alignment, it's hard to fulfill prophecy. <clears throat> because when you're out of alignment, you see a decrease of supply on every level. You see a decrease uh, of things coming to pass because you're out of alignment, You'll see an increase of issues, family issues, money issues, uh, uh, all, all different issues, relationship issues. But when we're rightly aligned, all things work together for good, and you can see an increase of blessing in your life. Everything starts to work out right. Somehow, some way, it just works. God does this. And I'm going to define this further as we continue, but sometimes we receive a prophecy and we interpret it to mean something. We say, oh, I know what that word is. That's a good word. I know exactly what it means. I know exactly what God is saying. I know exactly how that's going to come to pass. 
And God will allow us to do that for a season. But then when things are not according to our plans, the temptation is to either attack the prophet and reason out that way, or call the word off and stop believing it. And the problem sometimes may be alignment and rightly connected to the body of Christ. Remember, he places us in the body as it pleases him, not as it pleases us. Well, Brother Marty, we have to go to this church over here because they've got like a Disneyland children's ministry. And so because our kids really love that thing, that's where we're supposed to go. We feel like we're supposed to be here, but that's better. They got more bells and whistles than this church. That's not what determines it. He places you in the body as it pleases him. I've seen families uh, make a decision. Uh, We're going to go to church every time we can, but we're also going to do all these extracurricular things, and most of them are on Sunday, Pastor. And so we can't, you know, we can't not do the things for the kids that they need to do. Yes, you can. You can set a fresh standard that the most important thing in your life growing up is to honor the Lord first and put him first. And when you put him first, everything else comes into right order and alignment. But I've seen people make the decision to do other. And later in in life, (coughs) they recognize that was the point where everything went crazy. And it's too late. Then there's, they're full of issues and problems. Now that may seem hard, but I'm just trying to explain to you what Scripture says. When we become familiar with prophets and the prophetic, familiarity can hinder you. You know, people can stop connecting, can be in the right place, but stop aligning <coughs> because of familiarity. Uh, familiarity comes from the same root word as family or familial. Uh, Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own hometown and with his own family. In other words, we reason it out and we miss our day of visitation like they did with Jesus. This is what happened uh, to Yeshua, Jesus. They said, isn't he the carpenter's son? Aren't his family members among us? Didn't I just hire him to build my kitchen table a couple years ago? Now he's the Messiah? That's familiarity or familial or family. You know, it's too much familiarity. Looking at the surface, reasoning things out with our experience rather than the word of truth. Familiarity causes them to miss their day of visitation for fulfillment of their prophetic promise. That's a great test. When God has spoken of thus saith the Lord, the devil will test you just like he did Jesus. (coughs) So you're supposed to be the son of God. Well, let me test you on that then. See, if that prophecy is is about you and it's true, then try this shortcut. Listen, we must learn to trust God and his word above what things may appear to look like. We can reason things out (coughs) through familiarity. 
and not fulfill prophecy. Is this making sense? I'm looking at the clock. Most people lose their reward because they look in the natural and they reason out too much, forgetting that with faith and patience, in patient endurance, we obtain the promises. We don't get to determine how long is patient enough. Well, God, I'm going to give you to the end of this month. If it doesn't happen, then I know that it's not you. Well, you're setting your own parameters and you're setting yourself up to fail. God has already determined your times. Now, there are certain principles we need to always keep in mind about prophecy, by the way. Three basic points to keep in focus is, one, prophetic words are always conditional. Uh, they're, they're granted when certain conditions are met. Must stay obedient, must stay rightly aligned where God wants us, must stay rightly connected, fitly joined together, and faithful to God, and faithful to his word. <coughs> Conditional. Two, prophetic words are always partial. Partial. No prophetic word is complete. It is a partial word, whether it's stated in there or not. First Corinthians 13, verses 9 and 12, it says, For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know even as I am known. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's always partial. So you have conditional and you have partial. And then number three, <clears throat> prophecy is always progressive. Progressive. God is always revealing more and building us precept upon precept, and line upon line. And that's why I, I say, just because it's not going the way you figured it, figured it out does not mean that that word is not coming to pass. Well, God said he was going to meet my need, and my need <coughs> is to pay my electric bill <clears throat> by Monday. I went to church, and Brother Moneybag sat next to me even, but he didn't offer me an, an envelope with some money in it to pay my bills. Well, that's because that's how you reasoned out that that was going to happen. You understand what I'm saying? I'm using an extreme example. Uh, but some people figure out the way things are going to come to pass. And then when it doesn't come to pass that way, they don't understand why. <coughs> John the Beloved said, there's so much more that I could write. But the Lord said not to because you cannot handle it. Prophetic words are conditional. <clears throat> God told they're conditional, uh, they're partial, and they're progressive. Uh, conditional, uh, another example of conditional is God told Jonah, go to Nineveh, tell them in 40 days God's wrath is coming down upon you and it's going to destroy you because of your wickedness. And God had mercy on them because they repented. And he did not let that wrath fall upon them. Now, that word did come to pass 400 years later. Made Jonah look like a false prophet because it was conditional. God prophetically promised that Saul would be king and do great things for God's people. But Saul didn't do what God's prophet told him to do. 
and he got out of order and out of alignment, too familiar with prophet Samuel. He said, well, I know Samuel, he'll, he'll understand. And what does the Bible say? God ripped the kingdom from him and negated his prophecies and gave it to another man named David. So prophecy, it's always conditional. It's the same as fulfilling God's Logos word. The same conditions apply. When the word says God's going to prosper you and bless you, <coughs> you have to fulfill it by obedience and submission to God's will. Following God's word, <coughs> God's will, and then following God's way. You can have his word, know it's his will, but if you don't do it God's way, it's not coming to pass. When you know it's God's word you've, and you follow God's will, you have to wait for God to open the way. And it's in the waiting time that most people will miss it. Like Saul, they give up and they yield to the pressure of the external and they do something that they reason out and they convince themselves this will be acceptable. After all, how could God get mad at me doing this? I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it for my, for my business. I'm doing it because it's the right thing to do so I don't lose money. It seems good. All good outside, <clears throat> but good on the outside of God's plan is not good at all. When I say partial, I mean not one prophecy can tell you everything. Listen, I began prophesying when I was 13 years old, congregationally. I'm 59 today. <coughs> I've had numerous prophecies that I spoke and numerous, numerous prophecies that I've received and these were all different chapters of my life. One prophecy spoke to this part. One prophecy spoke to that part. They were all partial. I may have seen them differently when I heard them, but they spoke to different chapters of my life. All the prophecies regarding the Messiah, Jesus, were partial, but they came together in a way completely different from the way that they all understood it. You may go through several processes, different situations. Your, your world can change two or three times before that word comes to pass. I can tell you without a doubt, if God said it, you can count on it coming to pass. <clears throat> Isaiah 55, 11, I'm almost out of time here. It says this, So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I, what I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Numbers 23, verse 19, it says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. <clears throat> hath he said, shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? You know, sometimes we don't understand how progressive the prophetic is, how partial, how conditional. But God will take you test by test and add more each season. And the more we pass the tests, the more we can receive. So we must learn to say like Jesus, not my will, but your will be done. And you've got to be a warrior. You've got to make a determination. If I'm going to have good success, I'm going to war a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over me. I'm going to believe. I'm going to pray. I'm going to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. 
I'm going to have to continue this next Friday because I believe there's so much more to share, but God has a perspective, and we have a perspective. And the more God reveals, the more that partial can become a bigger picture. And so uh, I believe we're about to see much more than we've ever imagined coming to pass now. I just kind of want to lay a little groundwork this week for what I'm going to bring next week. And I pray that you don't miss part two of this because it's it's so strong. Amen. I want to thank those of you who continue to stand with us week after week, month after month, year after year now. Thank you for your continual support. <clears throat> I want to remind you that Matthew 10.41 says, He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives a prophet's reward. For those that are continually faithful and standing with us, I release the prophet's reward to you today. I believe there are things happening for you right now because of this mantle on my life. And because when you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. Amen. We've talked about that. I believe God is moving your mountains right now. Families are being healed. Prodigals are coming home. God is speaking in places that maybe you can't speak. His voice reaches where your voice can't. The prophet's reward is healing your family. And I want to encourage you, stir up the vision of God for your family. Right now, God is restoring family. He's restoring family. He's, he's building family. God has a family. And God wants you to enjoy family as well. Amen. <coughs> I believe that's part of the reward that's coming to you. Healing for your family at whatever level you need healing. And again, I want to thank you for standing with us. I want to thank you for praying with us. Thank you for supporting this prophet and the work that God's placed in our hands to accomplish together. Amen. I'm, I'm going to declare it again. This is going to be a great Christmas. And December will be a December of doors. There's going to be so many wonderful things for you to go through to receive more on the other side of that door. Amen. Amen. Speaking of Christmas, I want to encourage you to check out our sponsor, MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. Mike Lindell has been a supporter of Speak Life since day one. He's made it Uh, available to this audience at large discounts so that uh, you can enjoy the products, you can enjoy the blessing of a a great discount (coughs) if you use the promo code MARTY, my first name. All the proceeds uh, that go, uh, all the profits uh, in there, part of it goes to running his company, the other part goes to Speak Life. And let me just say, this program costs money to produce and to publish and to put out there on podcasts and multiple platforms. But when you shop at MyPillow or MyStore.com, you're supporting this show if you're using the promo code Marty. And I hope that you make make an effort to take advantage of these opportunities. Great products. Do some Christmas shopping there. 
and get a great discount. I believe right now part of the uh, extra blessing on top is there's no shipping charges. And so please check them out at MyPillow.com. Use the promo code MARTY if you prefer to call in your order. You can call it at 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. Tell the operator that you want to use the promo code MARTY so that you can receive the special discount. And we are grateful for your support. Again, MyPillow.com, MyStore.com. Check them out. Do some of your Christmas shopping there. Amen. I also want to remind you that we are live every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time, right here on Facebook, YouTube, and on Rumble. (coughs) Many of you haven't been over to our Rumble channel yet. I want to encourage you to check it out. If for some reason we're off on one platform or another platform, there's a third platform available, Rumble. So check it out. Uh, it would be great if you help others by uh, help us out by telling others uh, to tune in every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time, right here in America. Let me also remind you that this is turned into a podcast weekly. Uh, so check us out. Check out our podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Charisma Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. Take a minute, give us a five-star review. That's going to help us in uh, populating as a podcasts on all these other platforms. So thank you for doing that. Also, please follow me on all social media platforms at Marty Layton, at Marty Layton on all the social media platforms, whether it's X, whether it's Rumble, whether it's Instagram, whatever it is, follow me, stay in touch with us during the week. Uh, Go to our YouTube channel, listen to the messages, Uh, follow us on Facebook, listen to the messages there. But avail yourself of these opportunities. Amen. I want to thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. I pray each week that you are empowered with a fresh revelation so that it inspires you to hear and know the voice of God for yourself. Amen. Proverbs 18.21 declares, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit forever. God wants you to speak well and speak life. Thank you for tuning in today. Always remember, speak life. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Thank you.